Are you a defense financial manager looking to invest in your career? Attend PDI, the Professional Development Institute in Phoenix, Arizona, May 29th to 31st. PDI is the premier annual training event for the DFM community with over 100 educational sessions, 300 speakers, and the ability to earn up to 150 continuing professional education credits. This three-day event enhances the knowledge and skills of defense financial managers in the DOD, U.S. Coast Guard, and public and private sectors. Register today at PDI2024.org. Early bird rates end April 30th. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. We're coming to you from the Ann Asner Family Center, and we are here live from Mesita, California. Uh, and it's exciting to be here, isn't it? I'm feeling so excited right now. And I'm with my co-host, Aviva Paskowitz, who is the director of programs here at the Ed Asner Family Center. Indeed. Uh, and we're missing someone. You're here because someone's missing, right? It's okay. I look, who are, who I look are, enough like her that I can you do feel it. <laughs> you do. Who, who are we missing? Uh, the good old Nava Paskowitz, one of our founders. Yes. And she's our founder with me, yes. we're co-founders. But we always have to say her name first. Yes. Well, she is. She deserves that. <laughs> she works she for should. that. No, she works so, hard for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she is making a beautiful um, Seder tonight, and that's yes. why she's not here. So you have me and, and Aviva. A Seder for Passover, if you do not know. Yes. Tonight is the first night of Passover. We are Jews. Yes, we are. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be doing later on tonight. Yes. Um, so um, this is going to be a great hour. We're going to talk about the Ed Eisner Family Center. We're going to talk about what we do here. We're going to talk about um, the amazing things that we're putting together here. Um, we, um, you know, we started in 2017. Uh, and um, we um, exist um, through Nava and my desire to create something that wasn't there for other people, uh, for us, when we were uh, bringing our kids up. Uh, and um, we are an arts uh, enrichment um, center uh, and a mental health center. Uh, and we have um, just some uh, amazing programs that we're going to tell you about tonight. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, you know, it's interesting. You know, this podcast is 44 hours, 44 hours of straight programming. And we're, I don't know what hour we are. We're hour number, like, I don't know, 20 something, maybe. The best hour. Um, the best hour. <laughs> um, we, um, when my, my, I have a brother on the spectrum. He's 33 years old, I believe. Um, and when he was diagnosed, um, it was one in 10,000. So that's, that's really something that puts this all in perspective. So he's 33. When he was diagnosed at the age of probably eight or nine, it was one in 10,000. Um, as opposed to right now, the numbers just came out. So when they decided to do this podcast-a-thon, it was one in 44. And now, as we sit here, it is one in 36 because the numbers just, the prevalence numbers just came out again. So... It, it was one in 10,000, and now it is one in 36. Holy smokes. That is uh, quite a jump and um, an amazing jump. Um, but we're here to talk about the Ed Eisner Family Center. So I think the first thing we're going to do is, um, Trayvon, do we, have, um, do we have the graphic, the first graphic for the poker tournament? Can we grab that and throw it up? Um, we have something coming up on, on June 3rd that we're, we announced this morning. Um, every year for the, for the last 11 years, we do a poker tournament and it's a celebrity poker tournament. It's called the Ed Asner and friends, uh, celebrity poker night. And do we have that graphic? Maybe I'm going to just, I think I'm not, maybe I'm not seeing it. I can charades and like act it out. Yeah. Okay. But it's a great event. We have people like uh, Rosie O'Donnell, um, Michael Shannon, Ben Affleck has been there. Um, 
we have an amazing amount of celebrities that show up and sit at the table with you and play poker with you. It's a pretty amazing thing. So this year, uh, as we did last year and the, and the time before the pandemic, it's going to be at CBS Studios. Um, we will be um, there on June 3rd. You can buy tickets right now at teafc.org. Uh, and it's a, it's a great cause. And it's a great cause that raises funds for the programs that we're going to be talking about tonight. So keep it in the back of your mind that you want to play poker to raise funds for the great causes that you're going to, for the great cause and programs that you're going to hear about tonight. So we're going to talk about the first program, and that is the ADP. Oh, yes. We just started an ADP, uh, an adult day program, um, at the center. We started it in January. Yes. And uh, you want to talk a little bit about, why don't we show the video? And then the poker tournament is a blast. One of my favorite events from Jill. Hello, Jill. Um, We're going to show a video um, real quick that has the day program in it. And then we're going to come back and talk about the day program. So Trayvon, if we can show that video that we sent in, I would be greatly appreciative. Mm -hmm. Um, My name is Spencer Hart. I'm 24 years old. I like to sing, act, um, cosplay, and, um, and and I love to watch anime. This is my mom, and she's so awesome. She she likes dogs. I, like I like dogs. Spencer was adopted from China when she was 11 months old and came to LA. We all talked about, oh, wouldn't it be great if there was a place that had this and a place that had that? And then Matt and I just said, you know what? Let's do it. Let's just create it. Our community is used to hearing the word no, and we wanted to build a place where they could build their self-confidence. They could build confidence. They could hear the words, yes, you can do this. Whatever you want to do, you can do. Um, And I think the Ed Asner Family Center is based on that belief that anyone who walks in these doors can do anything. The majority of our programs are created uh, organically by the need. They tell us what's missing in the community, just like the center was missing and we created it. There was a cry for togetherness and what I think is so important is that our day program is very small it's almost like a small college feel we want to find things that both inspire them but also they have fun doing and I feel very very strongly about including autistic people in the creation of our programs being a person on the autism spectrum myself I relate to the participants directly And the participants want to hear from someone who has been in their shoes, has experienced something similar to what they're going through now. We teach relationships, but also dating. And we have sex ed. We have how to plan dates. Each week we focus on something different. They want to know, will they find love? Will they be in a successful relationship? So I share some of my insights, ask them some questions so they can see that they have and can use their personal power to create the life they want. And they have what it takes to find someone that loves and accepts them for who they are and that they are very much worthy and capable of love. And like it's being, um, it's being with friends and, um, and just having fun. And even I got back with my ex-boyfriend because of the dating spectrum. And, like, and he's autistic like me. If you said to Spencer, where is the place you want to go to every day? Where is it that you want to be? This would be the place. She would spend every day here if she could. It's like it's my home away from home. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool beans. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say? Nope. Okay. Good job, honey. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. High fives all around. Thank you so much. Thank you. No. <laughs> Talk about, let's talk about the ADP. So before we, before we get in the ADP, though, I also want to introduce our two directors. Okay. You are one of them. One of, okay. So we have video of you, though. Oh. You know, so it's going to be like a little awkward because you're going to be on video. That's and then I'm going to come to you live. I'll let and then we'll talk about the ADP. Pass me can do the di- Does work sound for good? me. Yeah, that All right. Good. <laughs> so, Trayvon, let's go to um, – let's meet our directors. 
Uh, we have Alane and we have Aviva. Uh, my name is Aline Garbalini-Gazarian, and I am the media arts director of the media arts portion of the adult day program. I have been teaching adults, teens, and kids with autism since I was around 13 years old. I've worked uh, at Exceptional Minds for 13 years teaching animation to adults with autism. And I have a brother who is an adult on the spectrum whose life I'm extremely active in. Coming from the space of having a sibling who's on the spectrum, there's a certain point in time in which people are adults, there's no longer the option to go to school, and you have this space in which you're not really sure what you're going to do with the rest of your life and what the rest of your life is going to look like. And I've noticed that a lot of my friends and my sibling as well come to a point where they're feeling like their peers are moving in a direction that they might not be able to reach. And I want to provide hope and a pathway for those people to find something that they're interested in, find something they're passionate about and pursue it and feel confident that they have the support that they need to achieve whatever dreams they're hoping to accomplish. I think it's well known that a lot of people on the spectrum are always a fan of the most common forms of communication and expression. And I would like to create a space in which they can feel confident in expressing themselves in a variety of different ways. I think for myself, even creating films has been a way that I feel like I can reach people that might not otherwise listen to what I have to say or understand my point of view. And I think that even if it isn't necessarily entirely a career path, it's a beautiful, beautiful way to share ideas and feelings and experiences with other people in the world. My goal for the Media Arts program is to help the students identify what they're passionate about and help them get the skills that they need to independently create their own artwork, if not to pursue a career in that field. Hi, my name is Aviva Paskowitz and I'm the program director for the Adult Day program here at the Ed Asner Family Center. I run all of the art programs, which are one of our main foundations of our expressive arts track. Our goal is to support and assist our participants in gaining creative confidence and improving their technical skills. We strive to make the day program fun and inspirational, along with giving our participants an opportunity to one day have a job in a field that inspires them. God. Okay. Sounds good, right? Sounds good. That was a good job. So um, let's talk about the ADP. And by the way, you know, we're live. So if you have questions about anything we're talking about, please don't be bashful. We'll bring in and we'll say, we'll answer your questions, right? I'd love to answer yeah. some questions. So um, anything about any of the programs, about you know what my favorite color is, um, whatever you want to ask, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I think it's a confidence process for some kids. You know what? It's a confidence pro uh, pro uh, process for, I think, all kids, right? Confidence. Adults, right? It, it's about finding your confidence and, and, and producing confidence in the individual. Any, anytime, you know, you're looking at employment, employment is all about, con con getting employment is all about confidence. Right. It's about walking into a meeting with confidence and, and, and working on that and, and trying to get the confidence to, to do that. Or even if you're not feeling confident, being able to, like, put on a show and, like, be able to have the body language to make it at least seem that way. But you have to have confidence to do that. Yeah, but it's, you know, you have to build up to that at okay. points. So Fake it till you make it. Okay. ADP. Okay. So we um, we started this in January. In January. We have 10 participants right now. Right. Um, and take us through, take us through a day. Okay. Well, on... Uh, Monday, we could just start off the week. Mm -hmm. Our Monday schedule is very filled. We have two courses in the morning, we have lunch, and then two in the afternoon. Every single morning, everyone comes in around 9.30, and we always like to make sure that there's a little bit of a buffer before all of our classes for everyone to get settled. We provide beautiful breakfasts every morning, and just like a really calm space with like classical music and games to be able to transition into the day. 
Uh, on Mondays, we start off with an incredible creative writing class um, taught by Kathy Kadams, an incredible um, creative writing teacher. All of our students are currently getting close to the end of creating their own um, children's books. Uh, I will say that some of our students when, like are more gearing towards like the graphic novel side of it because we have some mature themes in some of our books and it's actually quite lovely. Everyone's book is really coming together. We're starting to actually find hard, um, uh, what is that hard? What is it called when a, it's like a soft cover, a hard, hard cover, hard cover <laughs> place to actually. I didn't know where you were going with that. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, we are, we're actually going to be binding our books and we're working along, oh, to lead into the next class, computer class, um, taught by um, Jared. Uh, he, what's Jared's last name? Bradley. <laughs> Jared I Bradley. I know that. Yeah. I'm glad you know. <laughs> Jared is an incredible computers teacher. He's actually working alongside our creative writing teacher to help actually uh, work on our typing skills to create our, um, the typing, the typed element of the story and to also create, we, we, they do these incredible like coding games as well to teach coding. Uh, working on websites. Working on websites is one of the main parts of the actual class. Everyone has created their own website based on their own interests. It's a very flexible class. And I'll say the idea there with the websites yeah. is that eventually um, they will be able to do outside work and they'll be able to, to design websites for other people. Absolutely. There's 100% a vocational aspect to the computers class as well. Um, everyone's websites are looking gorgeous and they're all incredibly proud of their work. So uh, I don't know how we can, maybe on our website, we'll be able to create like a links page so all of you can uh, have access to our participants' websites. Yeah. Um, Every single day, we provide beautiful lunches for our participants. Um, we do a lot of just beautiful meals. I don't know. I would. I'd love to be able to be fed by I, us. I, I, I have my lunch every day at the at the ADP. So <laughs> it, it, it's definitely a selling point for sure. At some point in the future, I'd love to include uh, a cooking class of some sort, even if it's not. Uh, physically cooking, but even teaching general kitchen skills, even loading a dishwasher, how to properly clean your space. You know, I think it's something that we hope to include later on in our program. Um, but in the afternoons, we do a lot of our more like elective based classes. We have our art class in the afternoon taught by me. We have, uh, we're focusing on our fine art skills every single day. We have, well, not every single day, uh, twice a week. We have our painting class that is always based off of a theme. Um, and we all work under that theme. And I always make sure that everyone knows that every artist works at their own pace. So no one ever feels rushed in our class and knows that even though we have a new theme every day, like you can always come back to your project and take your time. Um, but oh. I was just going to say, we're, so we're getting close to the end of our first semester, yeah, uh, which is May, I believe it ends in May. And, um, and um, we're, you know, one thing that I, I just want to say as an observer um, is it's amazing to me to see how these 10 individuals have become a cohesive unit. Oh, absolutely. They have all, they have all come to kind of like any, like any, any, you know, unit, you, you know, um, school or, or class. Right. You would see, they, they all have learned how to lean on each other and to depend on each other. Uh, and, and it's a wonderful thing. Absolutely. I think in the beginning, everyone was a little bit, um, you know, adjusting to the new environment. I think a lot of our participants were getting used to coming to a space every single day and needing to get out of their usual environment, which was usually their home, especially after COVID being in a space of isolation for so long and then having this constant source of like 
being like social every single day, or even just not being on your phone consistently. We, we, one of our policies is we have a, a no phones in our classes, you know, to respect our specialists and even to respect your own learning process, you know, but it's, it was a hard adjustment for a lot of our students, but at this point, like everyone is so in the rhythm and so respectful and has really gotten along. I, there are multiple students that are like finding time out of our program to connect and going out and going on bowling trips and finding love within our group as well. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's, it's, it's well, really great. <laughs> and, and, and some, and some of that is, is because I, I think the dating spectrum is, is kind of a component of exactly. the ADP. And when we talk about the dating spectrum, the dating spectrum is one of our programs here at the center. Right. Um, it's um, I think we're in our like sixth session of the so, dating yeah. spectrum. Um, and it's a dating program. Uh, it's a program about relationships, and that is dating, but it's also about work relationships and and, and friend relationships yeah. and how you maintain those relationships and how you work on those relationships. Creating boundaries. With Creating boundaries. And, and, um, and so a component of the ADP is the dating spectrum and, and that kind of right. work, that kind of work, because it's giving them tools to kind of use in situations where the, the, they'll find themselves in in terms of dating and, and, and having relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Monday, what we were just talking about our class right before art is actually our, uh, sex ed and dating class, Mm -hmm. uh, sex ed and relationships. We do a lot of like the curriculum that we teach in our, um, dating spectrum course in general. And it's more of like an open conversation where all sit together and do exercises and have just like a, a safe space, you know, to vocalize some of our like fears and excitement about like being able to start a relationship or even if that being in a relationship in general is something that you're interested in. You know, a lot of our students have said that like just immediately marriage is something that they want. And we're, we're, we're teaching, you know, building up to that stage and other students that just like, honestly just want friendship and life and nothing more than that. And I, I think it's a, a really wonderful class. Uh, it's taught by um, Megan Battelle, who's like one of our most incredible teachers, uh, also a part of the dating spectrum. Um, a lot of our students, uh, participants in, a, in our, in ADP actually join the dating spectrum as well. They, you, you can't get enough of it really. I've, and the, and the dating spectrum is uh, Mondays, yep. um, Mondays at five o'clock. Yep. And we also have, um, and I, and I know that we have graphics for these and I hopefully Trayvon is going to put them up at his will. Uh, you're on your own Trayvon cause I can't see you. Um, <laughs> so hopefully he's putting them up, but you know, and, and showing these as we, as we have them. Um, the other, the other class we have that is, uh, kind of a precursor to the day program not, not the day program, the uh, dating spectrum, is uh, sex ed. Um, it's very important. Um, actually, one of the people who took over uh, an hour on the on the podcast-a-thon um, was Amy Gravino, who gives an amazing um, um, talk about sexuality and autism. Um, and it's a very important thing to talk about. Um, the You know, there are a lot of kids... Um, autistic kids that are coming into adulthood who've just never had that conversation. Uh, and it's a conversation. Um, and once again, Amy Gravino mentioned Peter Gerhardt, who actually I saw uh, very early um, in my introduction into autism um, at a, at a, at a um, he spoke at a, at an event and I was amazed by him. Um, and he made so much sense. Um, and he took a lot of the fear of talking about sexuality out of the equation for me because there was a lot of fear. Um, but he, he, he believes that uh, those conversations should start at a very early age, like eight years old, six, seven, eight years old. And, and um, because if you think about one of the things that he was saying is we live in a coded world. And, and when we talk about, you know, when we talk in a coded way about sex, it doesn't make sense. You know, if we talk about private parts, you know, what does that mean? Does that mean 
some of me isn't private. It's it's very important to to make that distinction. Anyway, so the the sex ed um, class um, is on Mondays as well. It's an hour before. Um, but and, we also have it in ADP as well. And we also have that in well, the ADP as in, well. Well, it's in tandem with our relationships class. Right. So it's like a mixture of both of those after program. Programs. Exactly. And one of the most exciting things about the ADP we're developing now and will happen in the second semester, which will happen in September, I believe. Um, and that will be a very, very special internship component yes. where we will be working with um, companies here in Los Angeles um, that we'll, part we'll partner with and we'll actually um, have days where we go out and intern at these um, at these uh, corporations. Um, and some of them are really going to blow people's socks off. I can't really talk about it yet, but we're, you know, we're partnering with some really amazing people. Uh, and that will happen in September. And we're really excited about it. Very excited. Really excited about it. Um, so that's the ADP. And if you're interested in the ADP. Can I say one more thing? Yes. Okay. Please. Well, along with our, I, I do think these two classes kind of go hand in hand, but um, along with our sex ed and relationships class, the next day on Tuesdays, we actually have an, uh, like a 45 minute block called um, mental health conversations taught by Chris said, I never Sad. say said, I never say your last name, right? I'm sorry, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Um, but it's a, it's a phenomenal class, also conversation-based, very open space for – it's uh, basically like a mental health check-in that we do every single week for all of our participants just to make sure that we're all on the same page and making sure that everyone's feeling supported within our program because I think a lot of the times we're, we're – we're, uh, it can it can be overwhelming when we're, we're we have so many projects and moving parts to ADP and our days are so filled that there's it's important for us to have a time to like take a beat and recap and rewind and uh, making sure that we're all you know mentally taken care of you know and I I think it's been a really wonderful class like we just did a class Krista just taught a class about like spring cleaning but more of like the mental side of it doing like a, a, a spring cleaning of the brain to make sure that you're checking in with yourself and also creating space for new exciting projects for self-care and taking care of yourself it's a wonderful class i wish i could just be a part of like a mental check-in every single week i think i need that every day I yeah. I don't know. You just might need um, therapy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Nava just wrote, she, she just want to mention that relationships in the dating spectrum are both uh, co-run by our mental health director, Chris Asad. Uh, Who was my co-founder of the dating spectrum with myself. Thank you. Thank you for finishing that. I am your glasses. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yes. Chris is a co-founder of dating spectrum with yes. Nava. Um, so, Let's talk a little bit about the importance of, of what you're kind of giving to this, these programs, okay. which is art. And I want you to kind of talk about why art is so important to these individuals. Okay. Why is art so important? Oh, put me on the spot. Um, you know, we... All, all of our participants are artists in their own way in every single one of our classes, not just our fine arts classes. Within media, computers, our um, creative writing classes, uh, they are all putting on their artist hats in every single one of those classes. I think it is so important for each individual to have this open space for creativity. Every single one of our participants are so unique in their own way. And what's incredible about our program is that we are so flexible for each person's individual needs because every single person here has their own, you know, creative style and how they want to express themselves. So in media, they are creating short films with each other, and every single person is able to have a different role in front and behind the camera. They have done, I think, two films now at this point where they've been able to have these different roles, and 
just like decide where their strong suits are. And I've seen like people that are very introverted actually come in front of the camera and do some beautiful um, actual acting work. And um, creative writing has been uh, incredible. A lot of people have come in with stories that they've had within them for so long, and now they finally have this outlet for it as well. Some absolutely phenomenal art pieces have been created in art. Um, we hope within the next year, next semester, once everyone has like a larger portfolio to put on an art show where all of our artists can actually present their art and even sell their art and prints of their art. Um, if that's something they would be interested in, I, I think uh, everyone needs to know like the value of, the art that they produce. And I think having a actual space where they can do that and show off their work and be proud of it. I think it comes back to the confidence element that we were talking about earlier, that it is being able to be your true authentic self and almost like pour your heart onto, onto the canvas or on behind the camera or onto your page, you know, is so it's a vulnerable thing to do. And it creates a space for confidence because you know, even be able to get like a critique that maybe you weren't super happy about, it pushes them to like be able to adjust and to even, I don't know, stay true to themselves, even if they aren't, you know, I'm just rambling at this point. I get it. (laughs) I get it. No, I think it's interesting because the, the, um, the, um, the things that I'm seeing from people um, are, are, are amazing. Uh, each person has grown so much over the, you know, um, four months, five months, five months, mm-hmm. over the five months that they've been here. Mm-hmm. Each person, I think, has grown so much. They've, they've all gotten, I think, more creative or more in touch with their creative side. Mm-hmm. And I think um, in, in doing that, I think each person has, in, in, at least in my, in my eyes, has, has, has become a little more serene and a little more calm internally as people and independent in their own work. I think, I I think in the beginning, um, we needed a a lot more support in class. I think everyone was getting used to the environment and how, you know, every single day was going to be looking. But at this point in a lot of our classes, creative writing, art, um, media is more of like a group based project, but for those two, at least, Oh, also we teach an illustration class. I teach an illustration class. I didn't mention that. Illustration along with creative writing. All of those classes, they are now such independent workers. I mean, we we, we prompt the class, but now that we're so um, deep into our year and into our projects that everyone comes into the class knowing exactly what they need to complete. I, at this point, I don't even need to tell our group what they need for classes. They are just getting to it and bringing all their, 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 their belongings, their stuff to the class, you know, <laughs> it's wonderful. I think everyone is such independent workers at this point that it's, it's really wonderful. Everyone is really blossomed. Good evening to you. Uh, <laughs> our journey, Cameron's new life. Good, good Hi, evening Cameron. to you. Um, we're here at the Ed Asner Family Center in Reseda, California, live. Yes. Coming to you live. Um, and I just want to thank, I want to take this moment and thank Shannon Penrod, uh, who is our dear friend. And I also want to thank Doreen Grandpache, who is our dear friend, uh, for allowing us to hijack this podcast-a-thon for an <laughs> hour and talk about our wonderful stuff. Uh, it's great. It's fun. Yeah. And, uh, and it, you know, we, we've been kind of, We've been paused on our podcast, so it's kind of fun to get back up and talk to people oh, wow. on this kind of medium. I miss those medium. days. You what? I miss those days. I do, too. When we were filming all the those, time. Those, those uh, pandemic days. days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, 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 we'll probably have more of that. So Yeah. Um, excited to learn more. Thank you for so much for sharing. You're so welcome. You're welcome, Cameron. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I think let's talk a little bit about... Um, so we're ending. We're we're ending the uh, we're pausing the uh, day program. Oh, we're going to yeah, restart we're, it in September. We're in between sessions. Yeah, we're in between sessions. But that's my point. 
So what happens at the Ed Asner Family Center when we're in between sessions of okay. the ADP? What happens? We are going to be starting up our enrichments very soon. Right. Our, um, our afternoon enrichments are going to be starting up. We've got a lot coming. I've got my list. This is Nava on this paper, by the way. Okay. I will be honest. The voice, this is the voice of Nava voice coming of through Nava. Aviva. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, we're going to be having another sex ed class coming to you, um, sex ed 101. Um, these all before I get started, like uh, starting in May, these will all be starting. So beginning of May, all of our enrichments will be starting up. Um, so it'll only be like a very short, maybe few weeks before we start up our enrichments. But you know, our, our community has been reaching out to us throughout ADP being like, where, where are all of our programs, you know, because we've been focusing on, on, you know, getting this program started up, but now we're coming back loud and proud. <laughs> okay. So we have sex ed 101 coming up. We've got a class with me, art with Aviva, which is going to be quite lovely. We can get into that in a moment. We're going to be having a health and wellness and nutrition class taught by Liz Luviano. 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 God, I'm struggling. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, we're, we have Straight Up Abilities Dance Party with Robin Olive, which is phenomenal. I've been a part of that, part of that dance, and it's very fun. I am not even a dancer. And here dance, I am. Dance Thursdays. Dancing on Thursdays. Um, I actually don't have the specific days right in front of me. Okay. But maybe Nava can put it up there. All maybe. of this information, you can reach out to Nava at teafc.org. All right. Yeah. And we also have Camp. Yes. Camp Ed. I am so excited. Camp Ed is coming. Camp Ed is coming back. For I think our fifth year now, fifth, sixth, no, no. seventh, eighth, seventh, eighth. No, like it's like number twelve. Like, well, if I this think is our fifth year here at the center. 12. We had, I think, yes, we've been having multiple camps yeah, even we, before our center was even here. And camp bed is a lot of fun. It's all about fun. It is. And camp bed is fun. Is you're the right you're the, the camp face. director. Uh, along with Judy Langdon. Along with yes. Judy Langdon. Yes. Um, Who's our music therapist here. Judy is going to be... 19th camp. 19th camp. It's our 19th camp. Six. It is our 19th camp. Okay. That's amazing. That is amazing. I did not know that. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, camp is something that I think a lot of our campers look forward to all year. We have two camps every single year. One in the summer and one in the winter. So we catch you up. Both pivotal seasons. Not that fall and spring aren't important, but, you know. Um, what age and abilities can join camp? Our camp goes from 10 and up. I think, yeah, 10 and up. Yeah. And we, so we uh, accommodate all of those ages. We have, um, and all, and oh, I saw the second part of the question. And yes, all abilities can enjoy can join camp. We are a very yep. open environment for everyone. Um, we host so many different classes um, at camp. I should I list a few? Yeah. Okay. Um, why not? That's why we're here. Maybe I will. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So it is a very arts based camp as well. We have. Um, painting classes with me uh, and uh, craft classes with me as well. Uh, music classes with Judy. We have drum circles. We have cooking classes. We teach uh, a lot of, uh, sorry. We teach um, also uh, gardening classes as well. We are going to be having a lot of, okay. Yes. You guys keep saying swimming. Yes. Swimming. We swim. We swim. We swim on Fridays. Fridays is like our fun day. We do swimming in the morning and karaoke afternoons. We are going to be going on many field trips. We hope to um, connect with uh, this group called Walk on Water that teaches um, all abilities how to surf and uh, creating a, like a deep confidence in the ocean, which can be a scary place for some, even typical people. I mean, I... I love the ocean, but I still fear what's underneath it. I don't wear goggles. <laughs> um, but 
We uh, are going to be going on many field trips as well. Every single week is themed. So we do a lot of dressing up at camp. Imagine like, you know, in middle school, you have spirit week and it's like funky hair day or twin day. Imagine that every single day for six weeks. And, and, <laughs> and it's really all about fun. It is truly yeah. all about fun. I mean, we are learning though, hand in hand with um, our fun. We absolutely have deeper themes to a lot of our programs that we teach. Oh, like, so if, uh, for example, one of our themes this upcoming summer is about, it's just called um, Travel Week, where we are going to be learning about different um, countries and their, um, uh, why the words are not, like, yeah, their traditions and incredible foods that they eat. Nature. Uh, sure. We have a nature one, like. Oh, but no, but what I'm saying is the deeper theme to like a travel week was, you know, gaining, gaining confidence and, you know, going to the airport and anxieties that come along with being in a new space. And so we have these fun overarching themes, but we are teaching like deeper morals through those themes as well through our program. Nature. Oh, you're just saying like another theme. like a theme, another theme. Nature Nature week. So like a circus week. We would be having a circus week, but like focusing more on individuality and being our true authentic self and knowing that it's okay to be silly sometimes. Yeah. Individual talents, maybe. Individual talents, right. Me and and Judy spend a lot of time sitting down and really working through a lot of these um, deeper themes to make sure that not only are you having fun, but you leave the summer feeling like fulfilled, you know, and like feeling this deeper confidence in yourself and socially and yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So camp, camp goes from July 10th to August 11th. And um, we still have some places. I think it's filling up pretty quickly. We are filling up. So I would say if you're interested in camp, you should write to Blanca Mm -hmm. at T-E-A-F-C dot O-R-G. That's B-L-A-N-C-A at T-E-A-F-C dot org. Uh, And our journey, Cameron's New Life, um, says awesome way to build community. Yes, it is an awesome way to build community. And really, that's what the Ed Asner Family Center is all about. It's all about building community. It's all about being together as a community and working together and, and working through it as a community. Should we talk about some of our like community events that we've had recently? Well, we have one coming up. Ooh, let's talk about it. And I think that we should probably talk about that. Yeah. It's on uh, April 28th. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. And it's I would say that's definitely coming up. And it's a special, special, special night. Oh, my gosh. I, it's something that I have been waiting for for quite a while here at the center. <laughs> um, so we are hosting a Disney-themed event on the 28th of April. Um, it is going to be a karaoke event that are purely Disney songs. Everyone is coming in their Disney outfit. You're looking at me like, I'm right, right? But yeah. This is the event no. we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just like agreeing with you. I don't know. No, it is, a, it is going to be such a fun event. Everyone is going to be dressed in their favorite Disney character. We're going to be listening to Disney music. We're I going. Th- to- I was thinking of what Disney character I was going to be. Oh, okay. I don't know which one. Maybe up. Jafar. I don't know. I'm going to be Lilo. And Lilo. hopefully our Pekingese gizmo will be stitch. my Stitch. Oh, my God. That's perfect. <laughs> I still have to order his costume. <laughs> He looks like Stitch. That's perfect. Yes, he is a little gremlin, our Pekingese. <laughs> he, 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 by the way, he is he's become our mascot here at the center. Yes. He, he actually is our center dog. Can we talk about Gizmo? Let's talk all? a little bit about Gizmo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then we'll talk a little bit more about our, our event. Oh, well, wait, okay, yeah. So, no, Gizmo. Yes, he has become almost an integral part of our day program. At least he's here every single day. This creature is like no other dog you've ever met in your life. We have we have participants that like had a deep fear of of just dogs in general. And every single day, I see this one participant just on on the floor, just petting Gizmo. Gizmo is this almost like weighted blanket of a dog. He is, he will just he just takes a good pet, you know, if that makes sense. <laughs> 
he he will just roll over and well he he is the most unthreatening creature yeah. i think anyone could make up he he's perfect for our community like you can you could just grab him on his face and it yeah. doesn't well not that we're you know not, not encouraging that, do but that but he's he's just like I don't want to, why did malleable come to my head? Like, he's just like, <laughs> well, he is, he's kind of poseable. He is kind of poseable. He, he really is just like a wonderful creature that has become such an integral part to our group. I don't know. He's, and it happened kind of just, he fell on organically, yeah. didn't it? So, um, so anyway, so back to the, so our, yes. Yeah, so our event is going to be happening on the 28th. I really hope all of you come. We're going to be providing, um, dinner. It's incredible, um, the space for meeting new people and deepening your relationships with our community, learning more about our programs here. Um, I will also say that there is a magic that happens whenever we have karaoke here. Yes. There are spaces where karaoke is the most anxiety-ridden activity in the world. I think it can be incredibly judgmental, whether if you go to like a karaoke bar or if you are just doing karaoke with friends. This is the safest space for karaoke ever. We have all different like levels of singing that and uh, of sing. Does that make? Sense? I'm not saying yeah, that right. Like, yeah, sing, sing. different levels of voice, talent that yeah. come. Um, so, uh, no matter how you are able to sing, you will always get almost a standing ovation. <laughs> it well, is- and and I think the great thing about it is, like you said, it's safe and and it's there's no yes. judgment. No one's judging. It's all for fun, and. Um, and and people, you know, I've seen people who are nonverbal for the most part, or very Absolutely. limited verbal, get up there and sing. Yeah, they, or even you know, if singing isn't your strong suit, go up there and do an interpretive dance. Yeah. We are open to really anything. Um, I I think it's just an incredible opportunity to be able to have the space to be able to have the spotlight on you, but feel supported and grow this confidence that, uh, you know, can be harder in other environments. I think it's really a lovely experience being able to do karaoke with our group. Now, of course, it's not just singing. It's not just singing. It's food Food. and raffle, raffle, lots of prizes, lots of prizes and uh, just great social stuff. You know, and it's also very like sensory friendly. I know at times like just like listening to other people sing can be like pretty overstimulating at times too. So we may always make sure that within all of our community events that there are um, uh, spaces either out in our courtyard or off to the side where you can, you know, have a space to just chat or draw with your friends and deepen those connections. Um, it's a really, I, I mean, we just had a um, Valentine's day dance. That was really, really wonderful. He, uh, we've, we had participants that were from our adult day program that were just like gushing about our event on Monday after the event. It, it's just such a great space to be able to meet new friends and, just feel so loved, you know? I I think it's it's really wonderful. And it's not that expensive. No. Tickets are $25. That's good. And it's good food. And you're supporting us and our classes and all the beautiful things that we do here. This includes food as well. If you go to a fair, you are spending money on tickets. That's right. And you're also spending money on food and rides. We're package deal here. <laughs> and so let's let's talk a little bit about fundraising because we haven't really talked about fundraising. So do you hear that person outside talking? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. We're on a main street. Um, so um, we can't do this without your help. We have all these programs. We can't do it without your help. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about us or possibly making a donation, um, we're at teafc.org. Uh, very easy, T-E-A-F-C dot org. And 
we'd love for you to come just check us out and we'd love for you to come take a tour of the center and just see what it's all about because you know we um we do this for you we're doing this for you we are doing this for all of you um and that's why we're here my son puts his hand on my mouth guess his pitch guess his pitch is better than mine and yeah 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 (laughs) um so now let's talk about something else. Let's talk about fundraising for um, Autism Live because we've got a little bit of time left. We've got about 10 minutes left. Oh, my gosh. It went fast. <laughs> See, it goes fast when you're having fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you're having fun, it goes fast. Um, so I don't know, $5,000. I think they have to get there. We got, they've got a lot to go. We've got we to gotta start moving the needle. Okay, so if you've been watching this and you've been enjoying this podcast and you've been enjoying other podcasts like the one before us, by the way, if you haven't seen Beyond, the movie Beyond, which Tamara Mark uh, was on with uh, Mark, her her boyfriend, um, and the filmmaker um, starts with a T, don't remember it. Um, It is a great film. It is a great film. Tamara is an amazing person. She's an incredible, she's an incredible soul. Nav and I love her very much. And um, she's Tiago. Okay. Thank you, Nava. Um, and she's backseat driving she is, from she home. Is. Um, but it's a great film and it's, it's a film about a subject that really is not talked about that much. Um, a lot of people don't like to talk about it because it's um, something that stresses them out. It's about severe autism. And severe autism gets swept under the rug constantly. And we, we can't, we can't, uh, cooking and drinking wine uh, and listening to us. Um, you cannot, we cannot keep sweeping severe autism under the rug. We have to talk about it and we have to show what's going on in these families, like tomorrow's family. Um, it's, it's a very important thing. Um, and the movie Beyond is a film that really highlights what happens in these families. What happens um, when you have two children with severe autism in a family? Um, so um, I, I recommend everyone see it, and uh, I am going to try and help them with that and see if I can. Um, hopefully, find a home for it. It's a great film. Um, so, but I, let, let me let me reiterate. So we have to we have to really kind of help Shannon shave her head. So in order to do that, you have to make a donation. And I think to make a donation, um, Trayvon, if you could put up the link for to make a donation, um, make a donation, go, go to, and the link is going to be under me and I can't see it, so you're going to have to do it for yourself. Um, but go to that website and make a donation. And let's move the needle closer to 5,000 because if it reaches 5,000, we get to see a bald Shannon. And I think everyone wants to see a bald Shannon. Oh yeah. Everyone has this schadenfreudic weirdness in life where they want to see someone do something that you're afraid to do. Right. I guess that's not really schadenfreude, is it? Schadenfreude is when you hope something bad happens to someone. So no, never mind. It's not schadenfreude. It's, it's, we want to see her have the courage to shave her head that we don't have. Although I don't have long to go. (gasps) If we so, if we make five thousand five thousand dollars, right? Matt will also shave off his mustache. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We will do it on camera. I, I love his now. mustache so much. <laughs> I love it so much that I, I I don't think I could do that. Okay, I will. All right, I will. I'll do it. I I will I will shave my mustache. Um, and uh, I think I will give you five thousand dollars personally, so you just shave. Really, <laughs> really, wow. Well, all right. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. So I just want to say that Shannon, Shannon and Doreen have done incredible things. They're doing incredible things. I think uh, Autism Live is incredible. I think Shannon's energy um, every day, it, it's just unbelievable to me. And she's been doing this for so many years, and I'm such a huge fan. Nam and I are both huge fans. Um, and this podcast-a-thon is such a neat idea. And I have been watching um, a lot of it, <laughs> much more than I thought I would watch. I've been watching a lot of it. 
and and getting really into it and sneaking uh, like uh, sneaking looks at it um, um, when I have insomnia in the middle of the night, um, which was very interesting. So yeah, so, you get the late night. I, yeah, I do. Yeah, but um, but I want to thank everyone for um, being with us tonight. Um, it's been a great hour. I hope you've enjoyed it, um, and I hope that uh, you make a couple of donations. That we have, oh, you have five minutes. Oh, well, I, we have five minutes left. Matt is just waiting for someone I to was, ask him what his favorite color is. He brought that up at the beginning that's of the true. show. Someone asked me what my favorite color is. Come on. <laughs> should we, should we, should we have, does anyone out there have any questions? We Let have five minutes to fill. Let's ask some questions. I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting for that one special question to come in. Special. I do have some news that I could go through. Give us some news. So there is, have you heard this? So um, here we go. Here's a question. Thanks for coming out, guys. I so wish we were in California. Ah, that's nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, A story came out last week that said that autism, um, that the level of lithium in tap water is causing more autism. Oh my god! Diagnosis, and it's it's um, now I've seen a lot of different articles about it, and, and a lot of the articles are leaving out that a lot of a lot of research needs to be done on this to see what's going on really. But there have been in in areas that have high lithium levels in trap water, and I guess there are naturally high levels of lithium in tap water. That's horrifying. And and I saw a newscast giving an, uh, giving us uh, doing a story about this. And they said, someone asked, um, what if we just drink tap, uh, just drink bottled water now from now on? I guess that'll right. solve it. And this person said, no, 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 because lithium is found in bottled water as well. Oh, great. So we need to find out what's going on with the lithium in the water. <laughs> the lithium in the water, we need to figure that out. So that's horrifying. So for like, is it for mothers that are expecting that? Yes, it's expectant mothers drinking tap water. Um, and that is supposedly, uh, well, no, and that's supposedly they're, they're showing that, that it, that it's actually more diagnosis is, is happening in the areas that where there is higher levels of lithium in the water. Wow. We need to start like collecting rainwater then and like purifying it ourselves. God knows what's in rainwater. That's, that's probably even worse. Especially in LA. That's probably even worse. <laughs> oh, we have a question. We have a question. We have a question. Are you planning on continuing your online classes? They were a blessing during COVID. Aw. Wow. That's a great question. And, you know, yes, that is something we are going to continue at some point. I I truly miss, I used to teach during COVID when we weren't able to have in-person art classes. I would teach a um, character drawing class that ended up becoming. I think we have a few in the can that we still haven't done. Oh. And they're still all online. They're actually, all of, yes, all, all of our classes, classes that we've made are still very accessible for everyone on our YouTube channel. If you go subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, and it's all free. And yes, we will be doing that again. I don't know when, but yes, 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 we will be doing that again. Um, another one, do you have any plans to open any centers in other areas? Mm. And the answer to that, quick answer to that is yes, we do. We, um, we very much do. Um, we're going to be like an in and out at a certain point. I, I, I hope it's not like that, but <laughs> there's going to be a line of cars. Every, everywhere you see a center, there's a line of cars that are, that are wrapping around the, the thing. And, and wait, we have, oh, wow. Solve the music class. Oh, okay. Uh, we will. Okay. Yes, we will. Uh, Nava says we will. So I'm going to take this opportunity for Aviva Paskowitz to say thank you to everyone. Um, happy Passover, happy Easter, and may you all, uh, have, um, wonderful spring and we will talk soon. And as I, as we're leaving here, someone out there is, is yelling even louder than we are. They're so, cheering us on. <laughs> so we say good night. Uh, Shannon and Doreen have a, a blast for the rest of the, of the podcast. Don't forget, add to that donation, move the needle 5,000. Make Shannon go Okay. Take care, everyone.
When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.